Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. Well, today, I know it's been a while, I am continuing my coverage of the reboot of Punky Brewster 2021 with season one, episode three, Two First Dates. This episode aired February 25th, 2016. In this episode, Punky and Hannah go on dates on the same night. Izzy helps Travis write a song. Let's see, we do have some guest stars here. We got Seth Green as Evan, Punky's date. We have Connor Hustling as Sean, Hannah's date. We have Kuno Dudhecker as Wizard and Ty Brown as Barista. We have Jonathan Judge as the director for this episode. We also have Steve Armagda. Jim and Steve and Jim, I guess they're related. <laughs> they were the creators alongside um, the original creator of the original Funky Brewster, David W. Duclan. This episode was written by, let's see, Robin Shore, Francesca Gales, executive story editor. So Francesca and Jacqueline, they're related, I'm guessing. Um, Eugene Garcia-Cross and Mano Epipion, staff writer. All right, let's see if there's any trivia for this episode. Freddie Prince Jr. and Seth Green were both co-stars in Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed from 2004. Seth Green co-starred in the series Buffy the Vampire Slayer alongside Freddie Prince Jr.'s Travis... Travis... What? Freddie Prince Jr.'s wife, Sarah Michelle Geller. Okay, so that's the trivia for this episode. Is there any... There seems to never really be any user reviews necessarily, and I'm not seeing any. So, before I officially get into the episode, I want to tell you that some of these episodes aren't, in my mind, really... I'm not a fan of some of them. Or some of the episode. This one in particular, Two First Dates, I really don't care about Punky and Hannah's dates with their perspective. Just, I, I don't like it. I it just, it doesn't interest me. I'm more interested in the Izzy factor. So I'm pretty much going to be focusing on that and not so much the whole first dates. I think that's probably why I've been holding off for a while. Just like, oh, I really don't like this episode. And the other, the one after it, just really, I don't know, just not if, I don't know, I really don't care for Hannah's character. She's a spoiled brat, and it, I just, I can't, I can't make myself be interested in that. I just, I don't know, I mean, I like this new show, I do, but there's a bit that I don't like about it as well. Punky going out on dates, even though her husband, her ex-husband, I guess, is seeing someone. I don't know, are they officially divorced or are they just separated? I don't know. But like I said, I'm just, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the whole date scenario thing. So if you're new to the podcast, I do, I have covered all four seasons of the original Punky Brewster, which are available on SoundCloud. 
Also, the podcast does have an email address, punkypowerpbpodcast at gmail.com. Also, social media, Facebook, just type in Punky Brewster Podcast. The Punky Power Podcast will show up. I know I haven't been doing a whole lot of Punky on there. I think what my goal is, because this episode is going to go up in the fall, and then it's going to be monthly because I've already covered the first two episodes. So that way it will lead up to the final episode, which is episode 10. Mother's Day is going to drop in May on Mother's Day, and that will be my completion of season one of Punky Brewster, the only season we got of the new show. It would have been nice to see where the characters would have been, you know, and watch them grow like we did with Punky and Cherry and Margot and Alan a little, but we didn't get that option. We didn't get that because, I don't know, Peacock, I guess, they didn't get the audience, I guess, that they wanted. They didn't get the amount of subscribers or viewership that they were looking for for this and part of me just feels that I I, I just I, I don't know <laughs> I think that I mean this is for us guys this is for us that grew up with the original Punky Brewster and trying to put this kids today and I don't want to speak for all kids but I don't think kids today are going to be into these reboots because they didn't watch the show originally. They're not into life before cell phones, apparently. And I'm just going to say this Punky Brewster was for us. The late 30s, 40-year-olds. Those of us that just, we grew up with, with the original show and we wanted to see how Punky is in an, as an adult and all of that. So without further ado, let's jump into this episode. Of course, we have the cold open. Looks like the kids are all sitting around the table in the kitchen playing poker. I love Izzy's look. She's wearing a, it's not, it's more like a charcoal gray with flecks of white um, zip-up hoodie, and she's wearing black sunglasses. And I love how she still has the strands of like uh, blue raspberry <laughs> kind of on the strands and it's just oh she is so adorable she is so cute Quinn Copeland did an amazing job with this character that's why I, I just I hate that we were cut short with the show we didn't even get to see her go to school and be in school and make friends like Punky did wow I gotta say, <laughs> Izzy has got Punky down to a T. And how many weeks has she been staying there now? Has it even been a month? I don't know, but... <laughs> Izzy takes her sunglasses off and she's like, <laughs> you're bluffing. And Punky's like, I happen to know that I have a great hand of cards here. <laughs> and <laughs> Izzy goes through all of her, like... The very last one is the bluffing face, but before that is the, like, one of them is, I've got to go to the bathroom face. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, okay, so here's your holding good cards face. Here's your holding bad cards face. Here's your, I got to go to the bathroom face. <laughs> I love how the bluffing face is just her, like, <laughs> looking side from side to side with her eyes. <laughs> 
And Izzy says, oh, I won a lot of games of goldfish at Fenster Hall. <laughs> I know how to read faces. Funky throws her cards down and says, that was my bluffing, I was bluffing face. <laughs> oh boy, and I guess here comes the dance. Funky's going to do a little dance. <laughs> yeah, Diego's like, oh boy, here comes the dance. And, and Daniel's like, if you stop now, I will give you all of my chips. So Punky finally stops doing her little dance and asks, anyone got any big plans for the weekend? So she's, Punky is basically fishing for information here. She's like, oh yeah, a little birdie told me that you, Hannah, have a date with Sean. And <laughs> Hannah's like, okay, who told you looking at Diego and Daniel? And Izzy immediately fesses up. Chirp! Well, they do share a room together, so you don't think that she's not going to be privy to... Well, do teenagers even talk on the phone anymore? I thought it was all about texting. Yeah, apparently Izzy's weakness is bananas. Punky bribed her with that for information. And Punky said, well, Hannah, if you can't talk to your mom about boys and dates and whatnot, then who can you talk to? And Hannah says, literally anybody else. I, 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 yeah, I can imagine, like, you wouldn't really want to come to your parents about that. You'd probably rather talk to an older sibling or somebody that's not your parent. Because it's, it's embarrassing. So Hannah informs Punky that it's, it's not a date, it's a hang. Because dating represents stressfulness and we are an anxious generation apparently <laughs> so yeah okay where's your this hang gonna be and hannah gets up from the table like eh, uh, hannah has left the conversation bye <laughs> and punky makes that face and izzy says yeah this year definitely i gotta go to the bathroom face and punky corrects her and says no it's my, my teenage daughter is a pain in the butt face. <laughs> but she does leave to go to the bathroom, so it's like, yep. Stressful, and we are an anxious generation. 
it's definitely your I have to go to the bathroom face. No, it's my teenage daughter's a pain in the butt face. And also, I have to go to the bathroom. So now we're in the living room. This is after the intro, of course, and Punky is complaining to Cherry about Hannah. Like, honestly, is this what being the mother of a teenage daughter is like? Just the fact that she won't talk to her about the boy that she's supposedly dating or the date that she's going to supposedly go on. And Cherry just tells Punky, like, hey, just be patient, okay? It gets better being the parent of a teenager. And Punky's like, when? When does this get better? And Cherry tells her, oh, yeah, when they're no longer a teenager. <laughs> yeah, so when they're, like, 23 and you're, like, in your 40s, yeah. So since Cherry runs Fenster Hall, there's a pamphlet that they give to teenagers that says, as Punky reads, Exploring your hormones. Yeah, I've been there. I did that. I even have the tattoo on my ankle to prove it. <laughs> yeah, I bet Henry was uh, happy when she when she got a tattoo. I love getting Henry name drop here. She's looking, Punky's looking through the pamphlet. It's like, oh my gosh, this would have given Henry a heart attack. And yeah, she says, you know, when I was Hannah's age, I just wanted you know, a mom to talk to. Whenever I wanted to talk about boys, Henry would always put his hands up to his ears and go, la, 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 la. Well, I mean, I know that Mrs. Johnson isn't her mom, but she's still a woman. And, I mean, yeah, it had probably been a while since she dated and was interested in boys, but she could give you some advice. I mean, I'm sure that's who Cherry went to. It seemed in a way sometimes almost like Mrs. Johnson and Henry were co-parenting those two girls together because they're in the same building. Yes, we get a punky throwback here also with the Camp Kukaluki episode where Punky got her first kiss. When Jimmy, yeah, because I guess he was also looking for night crawlers rather to go fishing with or something, and so was Punky, and they were by the kissing rock, and he kissed her, and it was adorable. Brett Foreman, apparently that was someone that we never, never met. Maybe that's probably someone when Punky was in junior high, or probably high school, who knows? And she's upset, holy mackinoli. <laughs> So I like, yeah, that Punky and Cherry are reminiscing about, you know, their first kisses. And Cherry's talking about her first kiss with Rebecca Hilbert. And he's talking about the sparks that you feel. And Punky's just like, yeah, I, I miss the sparks and th that feeling and everything. And like, yeah, probably haven't had that in a while. So, yeah, <laughs> Cherry's like, all right, well, let's get you some sparks here. Let me see that dating app you've been on. And Punky says she's been chatting with this guy named Evan. And he's Evan must at Evan loves dogs at 77. Or I'm guessing maybe, I don't know if that was the year he was born or what. Anyway. <laughs> and apparently he's a dad. Hashtag girl dad. Because he's got a daughter. So, okay, they got that in common. So in comes Travis. Of course, he does knock before he enters, and he says, I think I left one of my old lyrics books here. Because, you know, he's a musician, you know, he's a songwriter and everything. He's like, I think I left that here when I was dropping Diego off from soccer. 
What is that space there? I really wish we knew what that was. It looks like part of where that closet, you know, the, the little hall. Well, I wouldn't even, it's not even really a hall. It's a closet where Punky had stowed all of Henry's stuff, and, you know, to attempt to clean. And then he opens it and everything just comes tumbling out. It looks like, because we don't know how far back that closet, or they just took out that wall there. And it just, it looks like there's like a little day bed, like kind of uh, set up there. And it's really cute. I mean, is that for Brandy the dog to low on? I mean, they never really take that into what that is. But then again, they have three bedrooms. When I thought that apartment, when Henry and Punky were there, that I thought it only had two. Punky's room and Henry's room. So where'd that other third bedroom, unless Henry's room was so big that they cut it down into two, but we never ever saw Henry's bedroom ever. So Punky tells Travis like, oh, Hannah's got a date. He's like, oh yeah, I know. She told me. Uh, it's more of a hang though. And Punky's a little irritated with that. Like what she told you? He's like, yeah, I'm her dad. Oh, she didn't tell you. Well, of course she didn't. Maybe because Travis is like, I think in Hannah's eyes she sees Travis as like the cool dad. Like he doesn't hover. He doesn't ask a bunch of questions. Whereas Punky kind of does do that. So, yeah. And Punky's kind of like, oh, why am I not in the loop? And Travis, oh my gosh, guy. It's like, oh, well, one of us has to be the cool parent. Are you saying Punky isn't a cool parent? I mean, she's cool. She hovers. Asks a lot of questions, which is understandable, but... A teenage girl doesn't want to be hounded with questions. She doesn't want to be hounded with questions. Or interrogated with questions. While he's looking for his lyrics book, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of boring stuff that you know about that I don't. So she's like, oh, I have a date, by the way. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. But you can tell, I mean, it does bother Travis. It's like, dude, you are seeing somebody, some 23-year-old something or other girl when you're like in your 40s. So <laughs> her having a date shouldn't bother you that much. I was like, oh, yeah, totally cool with that. And she's like, well, that's big of you since, you know, we're divorced and you have a girlfriend. Okay, so they are divorced. They're not separate. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay. This what being a parent of a teenager feels like? Being excited that she has a first date, but frustrated that she won't tell you anything about the boy or the date? You've got to be patient. Being a parent of a teenager gets better. When? When they're no longer a teenager. <laughs> In fact, this is what we give the teens over at Fenster Hall. Exploring your hormones. Been there, done that, have the tattoo on my ankle to prove it. <laughs> this would have given Henry a heart attack. All I wanted when I was Hannah's age was a mom to talk to. I mean, you know Henry was great. Whenever I would talk about boys, he goes, la, 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 la. <laughs> Do you remember when Jimmy kissed me at the kissing rock at Camp Kukaluki? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my first real kiss was Brett Foreman. Holy macanoli. <laughs> the kiss that changed my life? Rebecca Hilbert. Lots of sparks. I miss sparks. Well, let's go get you some. Girl, let me see your date, Matt. There's this one guy I've been talking to. Evan loves dogs 77. 
So Travis heads into the kitchen where Izzy is. I don't know where Daniel and Diego are. They're probably in the room somewhere. And Travis is like, oh, what's up, Izzy? And Izzy has got all the condiments out of the refrigerator. And is she making, like, one giant sandwich? Or what is she doing? Gosh, is she mixing them in a bowl? Oh, gross. She definitely is making an everything-in-the-fridge sandwich from the looks of it. Oh, that's got to be disgusting. But, I mean, from the looks of it, what? Oh, okay, part of it looks, oh, gall. Uh, whipped cream, rainbow sprinkles, I think that's peanut butter. Um, there's, I think that could be marshmallows. There's a hot dog and some shredded cheese. <laughs> I'm gonna puke. And she's like, oh, are you hungry? And Travis says, you know, I think I'll just watch you explode. Like, yeah, because unless she's had that before and <laughs> she's been fine with it. But, uh, oh, my gosh, the stove is kind of like a like a tangerine, like burntish orange color. That's pretty cool. And I, again, I, I do, I love the, the brick um, little wall that they got behind the stove. It's just, I, I love the look of this apartment is... It's just so cool looking. So Travis says a musician that he absolutely loves wants Travis to write a song for him. But he says all my good ideas are in my lyric book, which of course I can't find. <laughs> He's like, it's not in that sandwich, is it? <laughs> I don't think there's room in that sandwich for a lyric book there, Travis. It's pretty tall, that sandwich. Because the sandwich, honestly, you are not eating that with both hands. You are eating that with like a knife and a fork. <laughs> If you pick that sandwich up, it is going to tumble down. It's going to get all over your clothes. All over your hands. It's going to be an ooey gooey mess. So, Izzy tells him, you know, I write songs. Maybe I could help. And she starts singing a song with the sandwich here. Pretty sandwich about to be in my belly. <laughs> Pretty sandwich. I love you because you're smelly. <laughs> oh, this kid's got, she has got such talent. Not just the character Izzy, but... Quinn Copeland as well. I love how Travis points at her and says, rock on, sister. I love their relationship. We did, other than this episode, we don't see it a whole, whole lot, but I wish if we had gotten a season two, that could have been explored. He is good to his kids and he is good to Izzy. <laughs> so when he leaves, she takes it. She is able to get that sandwich in her hands and take a big, giant bite of it. Oh. I mean, if you took the hot dog and the shredded cheese out of there, it, it might be edible. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's up, Izzy? 
making an everything on fridge sandwich. Can you pass me that whipped cream? Butter? I think I'll just watch you explode. Hey, this musician I love wants me to write a song for him. But all my good ideas are in my lyric book, which I can't find. It's not in that sandwich, is it? I write songs. Maybe I can help. Pretty sandwich, fat to be my belly. Pretty sandwich, I love you because you're smelly. Rock on, sister. So Jerry definitely thinks that Punky should set up a date with this Evan guy. Like, hey, look, he loves his kid. He doesn't list the school of life as his education. So, yeah, she responds to him like, hey, do you want to hang out tomorrow night? And he, she has a dog emoji. And he, she's like, oh, what if he doesn't? And right away he responds with it. Yeah, he said yes. All right, you got yourself a date there, lady. Jerry says, Punky Brewster is back, and she and Punky slap high five. So Hannah comes out back home from wherever, and Punky lets her know, you and I have for, both have first dates. And Hannah says, great, because that's what I want to be thinking on my date is, I want to be thinking about my mom, not. <laughs> and Aunt Cherry, of course, gave us a pamphlet to talk about her bodies. And no hard pass. and he doesn't lose the school of life as his education. Okay, let's go for it. Hey, Evan loves dogs 77. Want to hang out tomorrow night? Dog emoji. What if he doesn't... Hey, he said yes. <laughs> oh, Punky Brewster is back. <laughs> Hannah, you and I both have first dates. Great, because when I think about my first date, I want to be thinking about my mom. So, Hannah's getting ready. She puts on this button-up sweater. It's like, okay, Izzy, what do you think about this? And I like Izzy. She's like, boring. You're not going to church. So, Hannah puts on next this bedazzled jean jacket. And, yeah, Izzy says, you know what? Casual, cool, 100% hottie. <laughs> So Hannah tells Izzy, look, here's a pro tip on dealing with mom is don't blurt things out when I'm basically, it's just, she doesn't need to know. I didn't want her to hear about my plans. But we're a hangout. That's it. There wasn't any other details other than that. But I mean, I get Izzy just wants to be you know, a good kid and everything like that. And she didn't know. Maybe Hannah should have, you know, schooled her on what goes on when I say text in this room stays in this room, basically. So Izzy apologizes and says, hey, look, rookie mistake. I'm still getting used to the sister stuff. Because I'm guessing Izzy must have been an only child, kind of like Punky was. And Hannah's like, don't worry about it. Me too. I'm still getting used to the whole sister thing too. This is so adorable. And Izzy tells her, look, if it doesn't work out, there are other options. Hence, there's plenty of fish in the sea. And Hannah asks Izzy, well, how do you know so much about this stuff? Because 
Izzy says, it's a numbers game. And then she tells Hannah that, well, my mom dated a lot. That's right, because Izzy's father passed away. and well, well, apparently a tip from Izzy's mom was, remember, you can't be that thirsty. Otherwise, you're never going to get a drink. Ah, if you come on too strong with how you look and how you present yourself, you're going to come off as a little too much and no one's gonna buy a drink for you or something apparently. Hannah asks her, uh, what does that mean? And Izzy's, I, I have no idea. I guess this is something that Izzy's mom would say as she's getting ready in the mirror as a tip to Izzy. We got Daniel and Diego hanging out in Punky's room and she's telling him, look, don't worry, this is only a date, no one can replace you two, so don't worry. Daniel's like, yeah, we weren't until you just said that. Thanks. So I'm guessing like Diego was, yeah, is that an iPad or something? He's like, oh my gosh, mom, check this out. And she's like, oh, what is it, dirt on Evan? And he says, no, that guy you like, Evan Loves Dog 77, here, once you see this, you can't unsee it. He's an adult man in a wizard costume. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. And Diego's like, it should have been a hard pass. Well, she didn't see it before she asked him out. So, and she's like, oh yeah, I think the cloak is, I think it, what, what the term baller must be, like cool or something. I don't know. But Daniel has a perfume bottle ready and she tells Daniel, okay, hit me. And she walks through the, the spray. And then as she's looking in the mirror, she's like, gosh, I don't know whether I'm more worried about my own date or Hannah's date. It's like, you don't have to be worried about your daughter's date. She'll be fine. And as for your date, I'm sure you will be fine. <laughs> Daniel says, oh, just in case, let me spray some of this perfume on your, <laughs> on your pits. Your pits. Oh, gosh. <sighs> Hit me. 
nervous about my date or Hannah's. Just in case, let me spray some of this on your pits. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so Punky and Hannah come out, and Daniel, or, and Diego and Izzy are hanging out in the living room, Brandy the dog's on the couch, and I love how Izzy's just petting it. It's Brand Brandy's a boy. <laughs> okay. And Punky is wearing a shoulderless dress that zips up in the back, and Hannah has got on a dusty pink jab jeanish jacket with a dress thing similar color underneath uh yeah punky turns around like oh what do you what do you think and hannah tells, like i think i need to focus on how pretty i look and <laughs> daniel as a dig at diego says ladies i think the most important thing we need to focus on is that we all look better than diego so Travis comes in, and he's like, all right, I'm here, I'm ready to babysit. And Punky tells Travis, you're their dad. It's called being a dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even though Izzy isn't his daughter, but, and then he takes a look and, like, really sees Punky, like, wow, Punky, you look uh, amazing. <laughs> oh, Izzy throwing some shade at Travis, saying, oh, you let that smoke show go? Seriously? No, she says, you let that smoke show go. Woof. I like how Izzy is, like, holding on to Brandy's paw. So, of course, Punky says, look, Hannah, before you go out on your date, you need to give me Sean's real number because the one you gave me was for Jersey Mike's. Yeah, as your mother, she does have a right to know where you're going to be if she needs to get a hold of you. So, Punky tells Travis, look, dinner before ice cream and of course hannah says and izzy's bedtime is 8 30 but she'll tell you it's midnight so it's like they're both co-parenting izzy punky and hannah combined so diego says look mom i'm gonna run a background check on this evan loves dog 77 guy I mean, is that really his last name no it's not his real name it's a screen name but yeah you do a background check diego Way to look out for your mom. That's important. You say, okay, I gotta go. Hannah, you look amazing. So, what do you think? I think that I want to focus on how cute I look. Ladies, what's important here is that we all look better than Diego. What's up, guys? Reporting for duty. Ready to babysit. They're your kids. It's called being a dad. Punky, you look... Wow. Thanks, Trap. You let that smoke show go? Woof. <laughs> okay, Hannah, before you go, you need to give me Sean's real number. The one you gave me was for Jersey Mike's. Fine. Received. Okay, remember, dinner before ice cream. And Izzy's bedtime is 8.30, but she'll tell you it's midnight. Going to turn a background check on this guy. His love dog, 77, his real last name. Got it. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye. Have fun. Thank you. So, Travis is trying to get information about this guy. 
the Evan Loves Dogs 77 guy. Like, what do we know about this guy your mom's going on a date with? And Izzy says, oh, well, we know he's going to have a better night than you are. So, yeah, the guys are having ice cream. <laughs> and Diego's all about manners, cleanliness. He says, oh, you're not, because he's eating right out of the carton. Or is he? Yeah, he is, because Diego's like, or not Diego, Daniel says, you're not on the road anymore. Use a bowl. And <laughs> Izzy says, yeah, we're not animals. And she's got chocolate like all over her face. And, yeah, because Travis is like, oh, you got a little something. You know, basically it's all over your face. <laughs> ah, kids and ice cream. So Diego asks Travis, like, hey, Dad, do you know how to get onto the dark web? And he says, no, I don't. And if you keep asking, you can, or if you stop asking, you can have more briars. Daniel says, ice cream is your solution to everything. And I love it. Oh, these kids are going to be up all night. <laughs> Eat all the, the sugar in that ice cream. Zoom. Don't tell your mom. Make sure you wash the ice cream dishes and put them away so you basically have the evidence. So it turns out Travis found his lyric book and it's mostly doodles. So he's like, oh, maybe I'm just blocked or something. You can't come up with a good song. And Izzy thinks that, well, maybe you're just distracted, you know, with Punky being out on a date with this guy. Because, yeah, it's like, yeah, she can tell. She hasn't been there that a whole long time, but she does. She's really good at reading people. And I think Travis has still got feelings for Punky, even though they're divorced. Yeah. Izzy says, you know, you look kind of sad watching her go out on her date with another man. And Travis says, yeah, I, I guess I got to get used to that. So, okay, they're going to start uh, working on that song. And I think it's just, yeah, they make up a song about ice cream, which going to find that inspiration somewhere. But yeah, he is just, he's got nothing. He's got no ideas. And... Izzy goes over and sits next to him on the couch and says, hey, why don't you make, write about something that makes you happy, you know, like ice cream? And he, he's just like, oh, this is silly. She's like, come on, what's your favorite flavor? He's like, mm, Rocky Road. So, and she makes up a song about it. It's like, yeah, she's just so good. Just coming up with something on the fly. Yeah. Izzy tells Travis, like, you said she when you were singing. Punky is your Rocky Road ice cream. So, what do we know about this dude your mom's meeting up with? You know he's gonna have a better night than you are. Man. 
guess it was kind of weird, but I got to get used to that. Okay, where were we? Oh, that's right. I have no ideas. Maybe you should write a song about something that makes you happy. Like ice cream. Yeah, I don't know. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, oh, this is silly. Um, Rocky Road. My favorite thing in life was Rocky Road ice cream. I eat it every day and all night long. Then one day my little marshmallow walked out the door. And now that she's gone, I love her even more. You said she. Did I? Yep. Punky is your rocky road. Alright, let's get to Punky and Hannah on their prospective first dates. It says we'll be picking up notes of plum, vanilla, and earth. <laughs> Mine just tastes like wine. Yeah. Wine tasting? That can't be right. <laughs> so, tell me, what do you do? Well, um, I am in marketing for a software company that uh, specializes in aggregation of... And I'm already boring you. <laughs> no, it's, it's not you. Um, this is actually my first date. Ever? <laughs> no, since my divorce. But I'm really distracted because my daughter's on her first date, too, and she won't tell me anything about the date. Mm. I'm totally into my daughter's life. We have a YouTube channel where she makes fun of all my clothing choices. <laughs> I'm just happy to be involved. <laughs> daughters are hard. <laughs> tell me about it. Okay, back to us. No more phone. Right after I just text her once more. Yeah, I guess, what are they doing, wine tasting or something, which her date, Evan, really seems to be into. Like, oh, I'm picking up notes of oak and blah, blah, whatever. And Punky's like, yeah, I just it just tastes like wine to me. And, of course, they both talk about their daughters. Like, yeah, I'm on my first date. And he's like, uh, ever? And she's like, no, since my divorce. So then she, <laughs> as everybody say, okay, let's put our phones away and actually talk to each other. He's like, oh, let me text my daughter one last time. And I guess Evan has a his daughter, and he run a YouTube channel where she makes fun of his clothing choices. So, But he's just happy to be involved in his daughter's life. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Hannah and her guy, I forgot his name already, Sean, are at some place called Angel Wings Coffee. <laughs> You're staring at me. <laughs> I can't help it. You've uh, got some foam right there. so sorry. No, no, it's great. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't believe she's texting me again. Can't At least your mom cares. You should probably answer it. Absolutely not. So, um, tell me more about where we're going next. Okay, it's so cool. We are going to the Warlock Jones escape room. I didn't know you were a Jones fan. I'm not. I just thought it'd be cool to be locked in a room with you. I'm sorry, I didn't mean for that to sound creepy. <laughs> I think it's your mom. Wow, she is really into the siren emoji. I'll 
I'll just pay her back. How about we don't text her at all? She'll be fine. <laughs> oh, look. I have foam on my mouth again. Oh, my God. I can't believe you don't actually have dogs. How can you call yourself Evan Loves Dogs 77? Well, I am fatally allergic, but I do love dogs from afar. And 77 is actually the amount of times I've had to use an EpiPen. So... <laughs> destination, but if I'm being honest, it seems like there's someplace else you'd rather be. You know what? This phone is staying in this purse permanently, and I am all in on wherever we're going next. Oh, well then, here's to continuing the night. Mm. Oh. You don't mind if I just chug this, do you? because you don't trust her. That is not remote. Oh, my God. Hannah probably thinks I don't trust her. Hannah, no more texts, I promise. All right, let's bail on this wine bar and see where the night takes us. Uh, as long as I'm home by 10. Well, if you're open to an adventure... Then I have just one question. Do you believe in magic? Welcome to... Yeah. Alright, so pretty much just going through the majority of that. Sean and Hannah are on their day. Punky keeps texting Hannah. Just checking in with her. It's getting annoying. Hannah's drinking her coffee and has like a coffee mustache. And Sean like wipes it. <laughs> And it's just constant, constant, constant. I'm not going to go through the whole dialogue, but um, I guess he wants to take her to this Jones magic, uh, like, escape room thing. And he says, like, oh, I just want to be locked in a room with you. And, of course, he's like, oh, wow, that sounds creepy. So and then we jump back to Evan and Punky. And I guess he loves dogs, but he's definitely allergic. And 77 is the amount of times he's had to use his EpiPen. He says, I love dogs, but from afar, like from a safe distance. <laughs> and... Yeah, I guess they are wine tasting because he decide he asked her, "Oh, do you believe in magic?" So let's go to our next destination, <laughs> which turns out Hannah and Punky wind up with their dates at the same type of a magic escape room type of thing. 
So, and Diego also <laughs> wants to run a background check on Evan, and Punky's like, oh yeah, my son wants to run a background check on you because he doesn't think I can make my own decisions. And he's like, and Evan says, yeah, kind of like you with your daughter not trusting you. Like, <laughs> oh, my son doesn't trust me. Kind of like you don't trust your daughter to make her own decisions because you keep texting her. And then Punky realizes Evan is correct in that. So it's like, okay, shutting the phone off, shutting the phones off, being in the here and now with the date. Because it's like, come on. Seriously, you're going to be on a date, you're going to be on a date, or you're going to be on your phones all night. So that, that's, like I said, I really, I don't have a huge interest in this whole escape room to first dates. This part of the, I don't really like at all. <laughs> at all and I don't really care for Hannah's character because she agitates me and annoys me so we're just gonna brush over this and then that way we can get back to Izzy and Travis and the boys the part of this plot of this episode that I actually like welcome to Snaggletooth Academy witches and wizards I mean witch and wizard our student Warlock Jones needs your help you're both in mortal danger. Magnus McNasty has locked you in the room of discontent and is planning to attack Snaggletooth Academy in one hour. You must escape and warn Warlock Jones. You guys are just going to make out in here, aren't you? What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold it against the door, <laughs> That's wizard lingo. care for his job he's so monotone warlock jones like oh the escape room you had to figure out how to escape before so-and-so's army comes to attack you and get back to warlock jones or whatever and um <laughs> uh when punky realizes that hannah and sean are there hannah is like oh my gosh i'm on a double date with my mom Arr! and of course they are locked in the room and hannah starts banging on the door to be left let out and i'm just thinking girl you sound so immature with how you're acting I get you're a teenager and everything which is like ugh. i just i don't know why sean <laughs> he sees something in hannah i guess because even the guy before punky and evan show up that um <laughs> the guy giving the instructions it's like oh you two are just gonna make out in here aren't you it's like what no <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Is it a calendar or a compass? Come on, come on, Evan. Think like a warlock. This is something I didn't think I'd be saying tonight, but Sean, could I have a word alone with my mother? Sure. She was uh, I guess I'll go help out your mom's date. I'll miss you. She'll miss you too. Mom. Funky, shut up. That this is a coincidence. Yes. Do you really think that I woke up this morning thinking I'd be in a warlock Jones escape room with my daughter? 
Yes! I mean, why should I believe you? You've been texting me all night. It's like you don't even trust me. I know, that's why I sent the apology text. I, I didn't get it. So I turned my phone off. Hannah, you can't turn your phone off. You've got to have it on at all times. Why, so you can drive me crazy? Yes, I'm your mom. It's my job. <laughs> Those who look more into the escape room. I think they're going to be really happy together. <laughs> the journal. Yeah, maybe there's some clues. Oh. Read it, young Seanicus. As a young boy, I never understood why I could talk to toads. Toads. Look for something to toads. Toads! Hold my jacket. Oh my god. See them having a second date. You got it, young warlock Jones. I mean, Sean. <laughs> Don't want no chocolate chip. Don't want strawberry or peach. She's my favorite flavor. She's my favorite treat. Yeah. Hey, you totally just helped me through that writer's block. You're like my little mini muse. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I can find on Evan Loves Dog 77 said he once bought a mug on Etsy that says, but first, coffee. Dude, you stalking your mom's date on Google is so <laughs> wrong in so many different ways. There has to be something wrong with him. Aren't you worried? I'm guessing this isn't just about Evan. What's going on with you? I just don't want to step wizard. <laughs> Come on, man, it's just a date. Wait, did you say wizard? I guess I always thought you and mom would get back together. Oh, dude. Yeah, but now she's out with Evan Loves Dog, 77, and you have your emoji girlfriend, and it's never gonna happen. Why can't things just be the way they were? Hey, the way things were wasn't always great, you know. Look, I get our divorce is tough on you sometimes. I mean... Your mom and I are still trying to figure things out. But we're still a family. Hey, we just look a little different. It's just weird. It's like you guys get along better together now that you're apart. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real good way to put it. Hey, I'm really feeling what you just said, Diego. You don't mind if I put that in my ice cream song, do you? Just promise me, no dad rap. So yeah, kind of skate over the whole double first date thing. Sean and Evan are more into this escape room wizard stuff than Punky and Hannah are, of course. And when Hannah's like, oh, you're so controlling, you're trying to be in my life too much. And yeah, it's like... You know, oh, yeah, do you think it's just coincidence that we showed up tonight? Like, yeah, I don't think so. It's like, she would not have known where you were going to go anyway, Hannah. And then she's like, well, I apologized. And then Hannah tells her, well, I never got the text because I turned my phone off. And 
Punky's like, yeah, you can't turn your phone off. You have to have it on at all times. And Hannah throws back at her like, oh, why? So you can like constantly be bugging me and blowing up my phone? So, and Punky's like, yes, I'm your mother. That's my job. So, so when we get back to the apartment, Travis and Izzy are working on that ice cream song. And there's more to the whole I want to do a background check on this wizard guy. It's the fact that he Diego thinks he, this Evan guy, like his mom goes on a date with him once, all of a sudden he's going to be his new stepdad or something. And Travis is like, no, it's just a date. And Diego is just really frustrated by things changing so much. You know, his parents got divorced. You know, now they're living in, you know, different, separate places. Like, I wish it was just the way that it was before when you and mom were together. And Travis sees that. He understands that Diego is, he's frustrated and he's angry and he's having a hard time dealing with his parents being separated. But he does make a key point that Travis realizes. It's like, seems like you and mom get along better now that you're not married anymore. Because Travis tells him, like, yeah, I get the divorce is really hard on you. And the thing is, is see, and I don't know if we even revisit this topic with any of, with Diego again in the next seven episodes, or even if Daniel has a, has a thing going on with this at all. It just seems like it's more kind of D Diego's, because he's a teenager, you know? He's like, what, 12? And... You know, he's th there's things he's going to want to run to his dad for. And it's just Diego and, um, or excuse me, you know, with Punky and Travis co-parenting. It's just, it's adjustments for everyone. And now Izzy's kind of being thrown into this mixed, you know, jumbled, extended family in a way. And it's just, it's, it's interesting. But the fact that Diego says you and mom get along better now that you're not together anymore. And Travis is like, wow, yeah, you're right. I never thought of that. Hey, can I use that in my ice cream song? And Diego says, yeah, as long as there's no dad rap. And that's pretty much how that scene wraps up. And guys, I, I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm blowing through this, but um, I don't necessarily want the episode to be over too hard. Like, and I said, this episode is not my favorite. So that's kind of why I'm going through it a little smidge fit not going detail by detail by detail I mean there are things I will pick out and point out and everything like that all right let's get back to this escape room and hopefully wrap this part of the plot up this is so boring Hannah I'm doing my best here I didn't have a mom to talk to about this kind of stuff I want you to know that you do I'm here that's nice what if I told you I wish you weren't here. I don't really want to be here either. I thought he was going to take me dancing. Is it almost like he wants to dance? But also, Sean and I are having the best time. Yeah, and you're not even in It's really awesome to be able to tell you that, even though you are my mom. Please don't scream because he'll hear you. That's amazing. Mine's a bust. Uh, what was that? You seem like a really nice guy, but it's never going to work. I have a dog, and he sheds way too much. And, and you're going to choose this dog over me? Oh, 100%, yes. 
I get it. I mean, she just met you, guy. Um, look, I know that I've been shutting you out lately, but I was nervous. And I wanted things to go well. You know, this whole dating stuff's new territory for me. It's new territory for me, too. <laughs> Sean's so cute, I know, right? Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have the sweet. <laughs> Congratulations, you've escaped. Whereas I am working a double. We have saved Snaggletooth Academy! Huzzah! Let's go get a victory photo! Alright! Hannah, come on! <laughs> well, seems the only puzzle I can't solve is love. Oh, you'll find that lucky someone one day, Evan. You. Me? You can do way better than that guy. I'm just a disembodied voice in an escape room asking a beautiful, slightly older woman to like me. <laughs> I'm flattered. Thank you. Still got it. So we do get a little insight as to why Punky is wanting to be so involved in Hannah's life. She's her only daughter, and the fact that Punky's mom was not around for Punky for a good chunk of her life, more than a chunk, actually, and, you know, she wasn't around to be able to ask these questions to her own mom and be able to be involved in, you know, her life and everything. So I think she's maybe doing it a little too much, being too, too involved. Well, not too, too... Just kind of, I guess, hovering, helicoptering, something to that effect. And that's why Hannah's been pushing, you know, her away. It's just, you got it, you're overstepping. You're too much, too much in my It's just too, too much. But I, I like that, you know, they hug and everything. And it's really, really sweet. And, you know, Hannah wants her mom in her life, just not all the time like not on their date which that wasn't planned anyway she's like oh i thought he was going to take me dancing it's like does that man look like he wants to dance and the fact that she finally is like my date with evan is just it's a bust because hannah's like oh i'm so excited it's so great it's i'm having the best time it's like you're not even interacting with your date at all because she's neither of those girls are in the escape room and then the fact that evan has some nerves like oh yeah, she's like, oh, it's not going to work out. I have a dog and he sheds way too much. And he has the nerve, like, oh, are you going to choose this dog over me? I'm like, dude, she just met you. Yes, she is choosing her dog over you. So, bye, Evan. Oof. I'm sorry, he was boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll find that lucky somebody who is just as into whatever he does for a living. And doesn't like dogs or is also definitely allergic to dogs. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, I like how they're saying, oh, Sean is so cute. Like, I, I like this shared, like, Punky and Hannah. Like, oh, yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> oh, it's just, uh. And, of course, like, Evan and Sean were able to solve the escape room. So they get out and, like, Hannah, let's go take a victory photo. <laughs> and then, of course, the man, the disembodied voice is, like, Congratulations, you've saved Snaggletooth Academy. And uh, 
which you can leave, which I'm working a double, so I have to stay here. It just sounds like he hates his job. <laughs> That's so sad. But he's like, got to be at least 20 years old or more. But he starts hitting on Punky, like, oh, you can do better than that guy, and I'm available, and even though you're a slightly older woman. And Punky's like, yeah, I still got it. <laughs> Sometimes something good can still be bittersweet, even though it breaks my heart. Maybe we're better together apart. Wow, that's cute. Hey, hey. that's, that's a good voice. It's just a song about ice cream. Clearly. Really? Because it seems like a metaphor for love. Clearly. Yeah. About how much I love ice cream. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so there's no deeper meaning. Because that song really makes me want ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> So Punky comes home hearing Travis sing this song. He's like, oh yeah, that's my ice cream song. And she's like, are you sure it's not a metaphor about love? Because it sounds kind of like there's a deeper meaning there. He's like, oh no, it's just a song about ice cream. And then she <laughs> goes over to him like, oh, that song really makes me want ice cream. And <laughs> that the episode ends like, oh wow, okay, it's the end, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, they pretty much wrapped everything up as far as that goes so oh gosh i'm afraid you guys i'm gonna have to give this as far as the uh brandon tailwag episode or brandy tailwag episode rating i'm giving it a two out of five this was like i said at the beginning it was not a favorite of mine i only really liked the izzy travis you know diego and daniel i really could have fluffed up that whole the whole escape room double first date thing but i'd say some of the cuter moments like i said izzy and travis working on that song the kids eating ice cream with travis the uh at the beginning the cold open with izzy and punky and the kids playing poker or blackjack or whatever game they were playing <laughs> and just izzy being able to read punky's facial expressions <laughs> So, okay, so next month I will be continuing my coverage of season one. I'm sorry. Uh, Punky's Principles, of course, with this one is just, again, I say I'm not a parent, so I'll take the advice or leave it however. Just give your kids a little bit of space, um, room to grow. If you know if there's a situation, you know they... Just say, hey, I'm available if you want to talk to me. Or if you don't want to talk to me, you can find in another adult that you can confide in and stuff like that. Just just make yourself available. But don't be too constantly blowing up the phone. Like, where are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, just, mm. So, yes. Okay. Next month, we're going to be looking at Season 1, Episode 4, entitled under the influence and i remember when i first got the episode titles and i did kind of um guessing at what the episodes could be about 
prior to getting the um, synopsises on IMDb, I thought this was going to be a serious episode, and it really was not. I think that with this show, there's... I mean, we know that the original Punky Brewster did hit on some important topics over the course of four seasons. Mainly season two had... That was the after-school special serious episodes, whereas with this show... There's little bits sprinkled here and there, but nothing that dives too deeply into, like, the course of... And I just, I think a lot of this is played more for a comedic factor than... But, I mean, we do get a little personal character growth, too, along the way of these ten episodes. So, yes, in this episode, Punky thinks Hannah's new boyfriend is a bad influence. Not in the way that you think. But the fact that Hannah is wearing a basketball jersey and she, like, hates basketball or sports. But it's like she's doing it just because her boyfriend, Sean, likes sports. And also, Izzy tried, it says, Izzy tried to be the perfect kid. This is from the Peacock channel. So, that episode will be coming up next month. We'll see if we have any guests. We... Don't, actually. Just p pretty much the main cast and Connor hustling as Sean. So, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I I enjoyed it as much as I could. <laughs> First, like I said, we did get a little throwback to the... Gosh, what was it? Let me look up the original Punky Brewster real quick. I know that was a, it was like go to camp or something from season four of Punky Brewster. Let's see, eight episodes, season, going to camp. Yes, that was a season four. Episode three, it's funny because this episode of Punky Brewster that I covered is also an episode three. And let's see here, there's, I think there's an, um, the Dilemma, Season 4, Episode 20, Punky tries to juggle two dates at the same time. They could be, I guess, considered two first dates, so that could kind of tie into that. All right, I hope, like I said, I hope you guys have a great rest of your October, and I will see you in November with Season 1, Episode 4, Under the Influence. Bye-bye, everybody.